You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise with us or have a great podcast idea that needs a home, please reach out to us at podcastdatfeeling at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. And always remember to question the answers. Go get it. This is Wrestling With My Thoughts here on the DFPN. We are back with another interview, and this time I'm keeping it in the family. I got one of our own. This is an interview long overdue. We are finally getting this one rolling. Uh, one of the hottest, and even I'm saying this even though he's on my team, because I'd be saying if he, <laughs> if he wasn't on my team anyway. Uh, he's one of the hottest podcasters out right now. Uh, he's doing a whole bunch of hip-hop uh, legends in the game. He is interviewing them one by one. He has a list and he's checking them off constantly. The man is on his grind constantly. Today he's uh, gracious enough to stop by wrestling with our thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the one and only Low from the desk of Low. What is up, brother? Hey man, I was trying to emulate you, but you know, <laughs> you be giving fire intros. <laughs> so man, um, I've, I've been peeping your your uh, your interviews, and they keep getting better. They keep getting better and better, which is why I kind of wanted you here, um, just just to kind of pick your brain, um, introduce you to my my folks. Um, if they don't know you, it's hard to find people who don't know you, especially in the podcasting world. But um, just introduce you to 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 more of my people. So, um, first and foremost, where are you from? I'm from uh, Calgary, Alberta. It's um it's in the western part of Canada now. We're famous from like the Calgary Stampede and like Bret Hart. That's about it. Ah, Bret Hart, Calgary Stampede Wrestling. So, uh, yeah, that is, uh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I followed Stampede a lot. Stu Hart, Bret Hart. Uh, most of my favorite wrestlers actually came from there. Uh, uh, Owen Hart, uh, Bret the Hitman Hart, pretty much the whole Hart Foundation came through there. Uh, Chris Jericho is one of my absolute oh, yeah. favorite. Yeah. He's one of my absolute favorite wrestlers. He, he came through Stampede Wrestling. Anybody who's anybody in the wrestling business really came through uh, Calgary, and uh, it's really it's really uh, for, for Canadian wrestlers. It's really it's really like a like a power plant. Really, is where they 
they grow and produce a lot of big time wrestlers. So, um, yeah, you're from a rich wrestling wrestling town. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, unfortunately, like um, the Stampede now, it's like more of like of a party thing now too. Like we barely get to see that during the Stampede now too. It's more of like you dress up like a cowboy and uh, go enjoy the fair, pretty much. Ah, okay, okay, but yeah. So, um, being that 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 you are from Canada and you your interviews are very hip hop influenced. So, where did that come from? Where how, what was your influences? And how did hip-hop influence you coming up? Man, um, I kind of found hip-hop like in the most like, strangest way. Because uh, before we moved into uh, Calgary, um, I used to live in this Prince Albert. It's in Saskatchewan. I only lived there for about like two years of my life. But that's why I found hip-hop. Right. Um, I was walking down the street one day, and I found a CD. And it had like a weed leaf on it. And I didn't know where that's coming from. Really. I, like, I was like nine years old or something like that. I'm like, 2001. So I'm over here thinking it's a PlayStation game. So I'm going to put it on my PlayStation. <laughs> Turns out, like, this is like music. So it was that Dr. J's 2001 CD that oh. like, my first actual that I discovered by accident. It was just, it was over from there. So, so you're you're a guest on that album. Right. So your your first introduction to hip hop was the Chronic 2001. Yes, sir. Wow, that's not a bad way to fucking break in, man. <laughs> that's one of the best <laughs> albums ever. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you got you got introduced to Eminem on that on that too, right? Because he was on that album. Yeah. Wow. They actually grabbed towards um Exhibit More. Uh, with the, that was like the very first guest that I went off and did my research about that album. Right, right, right. Oh, Exhibit? Yeah, because he was on um, What's the Difference Between Me and You. Yep. And I heard his voice and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, I need to I need to hear more of this guy. <laughs> and then I went to Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there were quite a lot of artists on there that you could actually follow from, from that one album. Because pretty much everybody was... Yeah, pretty much everybody was on that damn album. Wow, that's a yeah. that's that's a cool way to 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 find hip hop. <laughs> that's a really and cool like, way to find. Um, yeah, especially by accident too. When you think it's just a PlayStation game, like, right, 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 right. So from that album, from that album, so I noticed, and this is just listening to your interviews. Um, you you like study the purest of hip-hop so you you I, I i noticed that you tend to find like the organic teachers and and thinkers and speakers of hip-hop so what led you down that path so started from from the chronic which is it's not one of those definitely conscious albums right it's oh, no. not <laughs> it's not one of those so how what led you down that path because I noticed that's like you toward you kind of gravitate towards those types of artists. Oh yeah, most definitely too. Because when you're discovering new music at a time too, like it's like what I said too. I went off and discovered artists from that Chronic album too. So it goes back to Eminem now. When I finished everything by Eminem, I'm like, where is he from? So I found out Detroit. 
So the uh, story, hip hop, really introduced me to things like that, like like a slum village, right? Elzai or Race to Five Nine, and that's where like the conscious stuff really started to come from. And after that, because they got to um, Detroit, really, really gets inspired by New York. I like to say too, because that Random Acts album too, right? Like, when that guilty of Sean Christ, that's what made me really get put onto the spirit of consciousness too, and then. You go from Sean Price to Smith and Wesson, and you go from Black Moon, and then when I discovered Wu Tang, it was all over. Like I don't like <laughs> like the like the like, like the group albums. I like the right. solo albums compared to the group. Albums. Right, 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 right. But yeah, Wu Tang's not a bad not a bad place to start either because everybody on Wu Tang can spit solo. So yeah, that's that, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good good way to put that. Um, so. How did you get started with the podcasting? So what led you? Oh wow! Uh, what led you to eventually go down the road to pursue podcasting? Um, well, that's a good question too. Um, well, before from the desk load, there's another podcast out there. I'm not too sure, but there's only three episodes. Because I was like toying around with the idea because I used to listen to uh, Combat Jack, Joe Budden. A lot of other podcasts, right? Right, right, right. Just other people talk. And I was like, but me and my friends, we we get together, and I see some pretty wildish shit sometimes when we're all together. Right. So why not we record? So we did three episodes, and, like, no one was really committed, so I took a year off trying to, because I wasn't even going to do it. I was trying to figure out myself. I'm like, should I do photography? Should I just be a gamer? And then I'm like, let's do this podcast, because um, this, this app came across my timeline on Facebook called Anchor, like make your own podcast and get it on yep. iTunes and Spotify. So yep. I'm like, oh, well, oh, let's try this again. So if you go back into my archives, it's just me talking like the first three episodes. Like I, I had no idea what the hell I was going to do. With this. <laughs> I'm like, that's good luck. Brother, if you, if you listen to anybody's podcast, it all starts that way. <laughs> We're just rambling. <laughs> <laughs> We're just yeah, talking. Because, you know what? Yeah, like, oh, okay, people are gonna listen, but yeah, it don't work like that. I'm gonna say that right now. No, right. Uh, so it wasn't until like, uh, oh man, like I was going through some rough things after the third episode, and like I was like, man, I need to figure out something because things weren't going right with my job. Um, you know, staying alone all the time, things weren't going well with my family, or something like that. Like, I need to figure out something that's gonna make me happy. And I'm like, if I don't figure this shit out, I'm just gonna call it quits and just give up on my. So I really took the time to sit there and think about it. And I'm like, you know, I always see like DJ academics be interviewing people on the internet. I'm like, let's just try it. So at first when I did this, I, I messaged, I can't tell you how much people I messaged. I'm like, hey, my name's so-and-so. Would you like to be the first guest on the podcast? And right. I guarantee, because I have no credibility, right? Right, right, right. say no or just like, pass me. Right. Um, so wait, first, wait. So... Which that was going to lead me into another question. So, okay, like your process, you're literally just shooting your shot. Yeah. Right. So that's that's your process. Just throw a dart and hope it sticks. If if this guy yeah, wants to come on, they come on. If not, not. Right. That yeah. is that is interesting because I actually I genuinely wanted to know like what is your process because. Being that I do, I do cover wrestling, and there's a lot of wrestlers I want to interview because I've been oh, shooting yeah. my shot too. You know what I mean? But I was like, I wonder, I wonder what Low does because he's just pulling them. You know what I mean? But yeah, you gotta—is it just constantly shooting your shot, or just? 
if one don't one don't accept, I'm on to the next one. Like, what is what is your process? Pretty much is like I have to realize is um everybody's like throwing individuals, right? So everybody right. has a different process of how they want to respond to you. Some may watch you for a couple of months, then get back to you. Some may respond right to you. So basically, like, if, if they don't get back to me right away, I'm not going to waste time. I'm like, um, all right, I got to, there's a lot of other people that will be willing to be one of the interviews. So right. why wait on one person? Right, 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 right. Okay, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Now, here's another question to follow up on that. How many how many big names have turned you down before before I actually say all right I'll get on? Uh, actually, it's less than you think, but only probably like three big name people actually turned me down. Right, right, right. One because I don't think I'm ever going to interview him. Uh, Joel Santana turned me down, and because I was like he wanted some wild amount. I'm like I I'm not. So that's a thing because um, most people do ask for like payments for interviews. So have you actually have you actually paid somebody to do an interview? And I'm gonna keep it all the way buck, like my guy Flea says. I paid for about three interviews. (laughs) That you must have really wanted them shits though. But this is in my beginning. Ah, ah. So not after season two. That that was the last time I paid for an interview was um October thirty first, twenty eighteen. Wow. Last time we paid for one, season wow. two. Wow. So throughout this whole process, have you noticed like have you noticed the change in the way you approach a podcast, or is it you yeah. have do you, what, you have a formula on how you actually put out your content, or are you just like yeah. Because when I first because it's all if you go back and look at my Kimbo Instagram too um. I didn't know what the hell to do with this. I thought, like, the minute you finish the interview, you put that out. Like, that's what I did with my first episode. The minute we finish it, I hit publish, and I took a screenshot of it on um, on iTunes. I posted it on uh, IG. I'm like, hey, this uh, interview's out. So, so, like, I had no idea about cover art, presentation. I'm like, okay, you do the interview and put it out. Then right. Yeah, <laughs> tomorrow, you're going to tell me what to do. <laughs> Yep, yep. That man is full of guidance, man. He, he is he is full of guidance. So, and that's another thing of yours that like I I really do admire. Um, your marketing is up there. You know what I mean? With the because uh, I noticed you do you do the cover arts, and then you do you've gotten into the the video, the the little vignette style promotion where you put a video together and you pump that out. So. Um, what, what part of that is more important? Is it, is it the, the, how you put it out or who you're allowing to see it? I think it's like how I'm putting it out, right? Because like anybody can see it, right? It's like, it's going to be like, what if this random, this is in my mind, what if this randomly comes across somebody's things? Like, I want them to be like, this is very well done. And I don't want to be like, them to be like, oh, we're going to come back to this. It's like, I want them to check that out right now. Right, right, right. It's cool. Come back to it. It's cool. I was having our lives. Right. I get that. I get that. So moving on, what is, and this is a question I have marked up. What was your most awkward interview? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's easy. Uh, shout out to my guys. Uh, Wayne, Wayne didn't want to send Jeff. Those two my guys. Uh, the Wu Syndicate one. <laughs> Did it just it just went off the rails? Yeah. So basically, like I, because like you know how the Wu Tan has like the term Wu affiliates, right? Right. 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 Yeah, I should have used the term family because when I used the term Wu affiliates, it just went left. Ah, so we family over here. And, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then like half, and then like halfway through the interview, like they're in a they're in like a car, mind you, doing this interview, and there's two because it's uh Joe Mafia and Mylinski. So like near the end of the interview, they take the phone. They're like, "We're going to a club. We're taking you with me." I'm like, uh, I don't think that'd be good for the audio. <laughs> You going? You going in the club too? We're taking you in the club too. Like showing me like in the club, they're like, "Yeah, we're doing an interview from Canada." Oh, that's glow. We out. I don't know. I probably would have did that one. I'd have been like, "All right, let me see what the club like." I don't know. Well, when I went because like at the time, right, like this was like early on in my season, right? So anything I can get, I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna wait. I'm putting this shit out." Right. Right. And you, you know, when you when you starting out, that's kind of like your mentality. Because I noticed that I noticed that when I got into when I got into podcasting myself, just like um, you want something out there, and you want to yeah. be consistent. And then the more you, the more I'm doing it, the more I'm learning like how to pace myself doing a podcast. But I find myself doing that too. Like I, I got to get the yeah. content out. You know what I mean? Like, I got to get it out. I got to get it out. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. But I'm learning how to pace myself in it. And with anything, um, you learn how to pace yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, next yeah, question. You learn how to do it Oh, yeah. True. True. After you do a lot, then it becomes like second nature. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, next question. How did you find that feeling? Like, what led you to that feeling how did you get affiliated with that that feeling podcast or dfpn man, as we love, affectionately call it i love this story man i <laughs> told this story a million times but i'll i'll gladly tell it on that's sort of my thoughts i'll go into a little bit more in depth so um one of my goals when i got into the podcast was to get a kim crooked interview so my 10th episode that happened like so so i was gonna quit i was like i got what i wanted i'm done like, so <laughs> So, so, so I was like, I found my call in. I got what I wanted that quick. I was like, that was it. So I took a month off and really started to like think about if I'm going to continue doing this or not. Uh, so at the time, so a month goes by, I, I decided to keep doing the podcast and I'm paying attention to Crooked. Now he has a group with um, his younger brothers called um, Family Business. Uh -huh. Now there's a track, that album, um, it's called Grand Opening. There's a track on that album called My Lady, My, My Lady. Featured MLK Sucks. Now, when I first heard MLK Sucks, I was like, God damn, yo, how the fuck did I know this? But then I get out the time myself. I'm like, this is somebody brand new. And at the time, I could have pronounced his name word of shit. Right, so, right. So, so, so at the time, I was getting, I, I just finished interviewing Petey Crack, um, Mike Geronimo. Um, so I was like, hey, Mark, um, I noticed, I found you on a, on our Ken Crooked song. Now you only had that one song out, but would you like to come on the podcast and um, explain like your name? Cause I can't say your name. And explain <laughs> like, you know, like your artistry and like maybe the stuff you don't know. Yeah. So, 
first he at first he had to think about it. And then like one day I get this DM, he's like, Yo, I'm gonna send you this project and, I, and like mind you, like this is before I worked at Fiona. So I'm like, You're gonna send me a project? <laughs> like, I can look it up on I can look it up on Ty, that's cool, bro. He's like, No, it's not out. I you what? You gotta send me a fucking unreleased project? So I'm like all right, cool. And when I heard that, I was like, that's when I got introduced like East Smitty and then Wizards Beast. And then at the time, I didn't know 110 was with him until after. But um, yeah, after Mark sent me that, uh, he did the interview with me. And then like, um, I told him, because I did this interview great before the Buckshot interview. So I really right. Buckshot the interview for his. And then we he released his, he really liked it too. So uh, that was in, that was like in the summertime of 2018 and it wasn't until until january why i reached out to her i'm like hey i really like that feeling do you think i can cover them like can i cover east because i asked him like can i cover east smitty wizard's beast and then he had the group with hello tomorrow and dj 110 he told me right right and then right I asked him about, i'm like what's this hello tomorrow thing and then he told me about it and then after that week that went by that i aired the interviews he's like did you want to, would you like to be a part of that feeling? And at first I was like, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, I didn't believe it at first. I was no, like, he's not. You be a <laughs> right, right. That's a dope story, man. That's a dope story. So, um, so you came around, you came around, you were there in the beginning, like in the, in the inception period. Yeah, yeah, like around 2018, I like to say, like, my introduction to, like, the team was, too. It wasn't until, like, I was official until, like, 2019, like, January. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. So, um, how has the process been with them so far? I like to, uh, I like to ask everybody this, because I, I get, I'm going to get the same answer, but I want to hear it from everybody. Oh, yeah, Okay. Uh, well, like with the process, like it really showed me like on how to like present my uh, product to the world. Like as we were saying before, like with the cover art. And you know what? It's kind of funny too because when I first started this too, Mark um, seen a bunch of the interviews that I had that didn't have really promotion. So he's like, "Send me these interviews. We're gonna revamp them on the Dad Film Podcast and give it a lot more promotion as opposed to a screenshot." Right. So when you see, if you go back and look at from the desk low post of the early videos he made, um, like Dad Feeling podcast videos for the Buckshot interview, Kim Crooked interview. Right, right, right. Um, and then I, I, you know, Mark's a smart guy because I didn't realize what he was trying to do until this year. Because <laughs> I didn't see that first. I'm like, oh, this is crazy and stuff like that, promotion stuff like that. Then I seen he's trying to introduce me to that. So right. It, yeah. It's crazy how he'll put stuff and you not realize. He will. He he does like Jedi mind tricks, man. He does that. He does that all yeah. the time. <laughs> he does that all the time. He'll put an idea in your mind, and you be like, oh, okay. And then you start doing it without even thinking about it. You're already doing yeah. it. <laughs> you're not even thinking about why you're doing it. It's like, oh, oh, he did tell me this like so long ago, and I've been doing it this whole time. That's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, being that you have, man, you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of, uh, a lot of guests, a lot, a lot of big name guests on your podcast so far. Um, what? So it feels like a, I'll tell you the truth. Huh? What happened? It feels like a dream. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, dude, like, for real, for real. 
it, I'm I'm glad to see it. I'm happy to see it on on the on the DFPN platform, really, man. Because there's been a lot of artists that that I didn't think would grace it that that have graced the platform, and that's that's thanks to you. So um, kudos to you for that shit, man. That's it's dope as fuck to see. Um, I think like me being like a hardcore Dead Prez fan, like. That shit blew my mind when when you had stick. Really? Yeah, that shit blew my mind, bro. Like I was like, oh fuck, he pulled stick from Dead Press. <laughs> that I was like, oh shit, it's up here. <laughs> it's up here now. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope, man. That was dope as fuck. But you know, we live in a day and age that. Like uh, anything can happen. Like it doesn't matter how much success that the next man has. Because like uh, at the end of the day, there are people like us. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, definitely. They might have more. Their face may be more well known, and they may have like you know like like uh, bigger accolades. But at the end of the day, they eat, they watch TV like us, they watch podcasts like us. They yep. look at, they're human. They're on the way. Right, right, right. Definitely. But still, man, it's dope. It's dope to see. It's dope. Uh, it's dope as fuck to see. Um, but what big names haven't you got on your podcast yet that you are actually looking for? Uh, well, I've been trying for a long time for Benny the Butcher because I'll give that guy's best interview. I just want like a Benny the Butcher. Um, Rock Marciano, Voice Five Nine, a Joe Budden. I want to interview Joe Budden. Oh, I would love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I would really love to hear that. Because, I, like, you, you never know what kind of style of Joe you're gonna get. So I just right. want to see like, what kind of Joe that day from him. Right, Joe is all over the place. If you listen to his <laughs> podcast, it's definitely all over the place. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But, but hey, but I like to say he's one of my influences now too. So if he can be all over the place, I can play what he does too. Right, 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 definitely. So being that we are on a wrestling podcast, let me ask you a couple of wrestling questions. Oh, please do. Uh, I'm, I'm you're from Calgary, so this may yeah. be a biased question. Actually, since you're no. from Calgary, I'm gonna ask you. A, I'm gonna ask you a Calgary question. Okay. Who's better, Brett or Owen? Oh, that's easy. That's Brett. Really, really. I would, I would say Owen. I would say Owen. Okay. Okay. Out of the two, Owen was the more entertaining one. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be me. Right on that part, yeah. <laughs> that'd be me. Like when they had that brother versus brother match, I was Owen. I was Team Owen all day. Like. <laughs> give give me Owen Hart. I didn't me growing up. I didn't really like the good guys. So Owen being bad was like right up my alley. He was like the bad heart, and I was like, yes, I want him. <laughs> That's my guy right there. <laughs> He's got <a> temper up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can sign one, sign one or cut one. Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan. Oh shit! Oh, that's a tough one. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> uh, at, first, I, at first, when you said Greg Flair, I was like, "Oh, that's when you threw Hulk Hogan." Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to say 
I would hire Ric Flair to cut Hulk Hogan. Oh, why? I feel like Hogan was like kind of a diva off camera, but I don't notice. I just feel like he has like that diva <laughs> persona off camera. It's like you may seem tough on camera, but if you don't have that box of like the ginger ale by his door, yeah, he ain't doing it. Oh wow. That's just me, because I see them off camera. Right, right, right. Actually, I don't know. I don't. Out of the two, oh, that's that's a tough question even for me. <laughs> and I asked it. I would, I would probably say, I would probably say Hogan. Really? Okay. Because out of the two, yeah, out of the two, Hogan drew drew the most people in. Like, okay, Ric Flair was okay. cool, but. If every child on the face of the planet is saying, I'm going to take my prayers and eat my vitamins, you got a lot of money on your hands, man. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. I've never been like that before. <laughs> you, got a, you got a good, uh, you got a good, you got a good uh, wrestle on your hands. Now, last wrestling related question. Uh, which rapper would be the Hulk Hogan of rap. The which rapper would be the Hulk Hogan of rap? Yes. Sean Price. Oh. Out of all the rappers out there, Sean Price. All, yeah, because I feel like like cause like Hogan had like like yeah what I said about him being a diva off camera, but he he would screw somebody up like like he had like that saying like I'm not here to play like I'm here to do my job and mm. if you don't gonna do my job great I'm just gonna keep doing my job if you don't like it not and Sean Price was very like that too like I seen this video of somebody coming up to slap his hand he's like fuck I'm gonna do my job <laughs> okay what dude R.I.P. 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 to Sean Price man. Hell of a rapper, but that would be your pick for yeah. for the Hulk Hogan of rap. All yes, right. sir. I, I respect that. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, and also too, like Sean Price was a very bulky figure too, and Sean Price uh, and uh, Hulk Hogan's very bulky. Too, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. That's that's a. I wasn't expecting that one, but, but I respect that. I respect the hell out of that answer. I was thinking like maybe Jay-Z or somebody, but he came out with Sean Price. <laughs> I can't even hate on it. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, man, um, what you're, you're doing so much work that you're doing, where do you see your podcast in the next three years? Like, if you had to roadmap it, like, where do you want to go in the next three years with your podcast? Uh, well, I see, like, somebody said this to me recently the other day, too. That, um, like, you know, Journey Carson? Right. I was like, I heard the name. I'm not too familiar with that. And then so I started doing research on Johnny Carson. I was like, wow, this guy had, this guy was early on a lot of people. And then they came, like, they went on to be famous after, like, he, like, he interviewed a bunch of people when they were no ones. Right. And they went on to become like world famous stars. So honestly, like probably something like Jimmy like I know that's not gonna be in three years, but like, you know, I'm gonna try to work towards like a, a late night show, like showing like like hip hop. Like because at some point I do wanna have mainstream guests, but I also don't wanna completely just say like forget where I came from. Right. I'm gonna be, wait, you wanna bring up somebody with you. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So oh, I had a question. I had a follow-up question because of something you just oh, yeah. said. Um, what what rappers do you see on the rise right now? Like that that you say okay. you you listen to a guy and that guy has star potential. Who is that? Okay, not because I'm biased, but the first guy, because even before I was with that feeling, Mark Sharks, right? Definitely. There. So I'm gonna say that I'm saying first. <laughs> um my guy Flea Lord, uh, Star Power, uh The Walkers, uh, mm. Bob Rock, Ty Ferris, um, Eddie Kane, Rim. Those guys big wave to God. I would love to see them like have their own like HBO show, man. Because those guys are that was guys are stars right there. All right. Um, Kid Vicious. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that deserve that star power. Everybody, uh, if you were listening, rewind that and then build your playlist off of everything he just said. Cause low likes dope <laughs> people. <laughs> so make your playlist. <laughs> Okay, but hey, it's, it's, it's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, actually, I didn't even ask you this question yet. Um, oh, yeah. Being that you are in Canada, who are some Canadian rap- rappers that we should be actually looking out for? Because Canada don't slouch on rap. They don't. Oh, no. Um, I like how you said the two. He actually has the potential to be like, like like the new Benny of Canada too, but with his own style too. Daniel son. That guy is right there. He's from Brampton, Ontario. Okay. Who else? Uh uh Aeson Eastward, I believe he's from Brampton too. And my bad Aeson if you're listening. Um Falcon Outlaw, Falcon Crest, uh, they're from Toronto. It's they have a very unique style on it too. It's where they're from and Dante. Very unique artist right there. Um, man, who else is out here in Canada too? On it, like there's a lot of dope rappers from, especially I know it's like Toronto with the underground now too. Like they right. have like a lot of dope artists. Right, right, yeah. Toronto's pumping them out by the second. <laughs> they are pumping yeah. them out by the second. So yeah, I, I need to make my way back up there, man. I miss Canada. Canada's awesome. I've I've never been to I've never been to, oh, yeah, I've never been to Calgary either, but I might I might have to go to the West Side because I've I've been to Toronto a, a, a couple times, but I've never been to the West Side. I'm gonna have to come out there and see what y'all are talking about out there. If if you haven't been to Detroit, I heard the weather's just like in Detroit here. Oh, and then I don't want to go because it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm tripping. Toronto cold too. Toronto might be colder than all of them because it's by the lakes, man. That, <laughs> Man, I went up there. I went up there in like September, and it was already cold. I was like, I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> I'm gonna hate it out here. <laughs> yeah, Calgary will have four seasons in one day in summer. Yeah, yeah. See, I can't do that. I need like, yeah. I need some change, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> being in Cali, being in Cali spoils you because you get used to the weather, and then. You go everywhere else, and it's like, man, this weather sucks. I need California back. But it's so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but see, you're lucky. You've been to all of you. I've never even left. Like, uh, the only two places I've been were Saskatchewan, Prince Albert, and Calgary. That's about it. Oh, wow. Wow. But, yeah, so, yeah, we definitely got to make a trip up there happen. So. Oh, yes, sir. But, yeah, 
But that's it. That's all I got. Um, this has been a dope chat, man. It's been a been a dope. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's been a been a dope little chat. Um, I, I would love to have you back on sometime, and you know, get some updates and and see where you are, who you got interviewing, and I, I look forward to seeing who you pull out next, man. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Saturday and uh, Sunday got to be two surprises. I appreciate you. Like, if you like Knife Wonder, uh, you might like. So you may want to pay attention to Sunday. Whoa, 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 whoa! You got Knife Wonder? No, 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 I'm not gonna say who. I'm just gonna say if you like Knife Wonder. Uh, then know, it could be. Don't could tease be me like Wonder. that, Lo. Don't tease me like that, man. Because <laughs> now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be all over it. <laughs> That's I'm dope. I was gonna say if you, if you pay attention to Ninth Wonder and who he works, wherever it's like you would like it. It could be Ninth Wonder, or it could be one of his artists. You just don't mm. know. That could be anybody, man. <laughs> okay, Jamalon. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Oh that shit! All right, I'll be there. I'll check you out. Okay. See what I'm saying? The man pulls everybody out of his hat, man. This man is a magician. <laughs> nah, man. Like. I just, I just pretty much send him a DM and like every time they respond, I look at my phone like, damn, you're the actually respond there. <laughs> ah, all right, man. Last question: Can you shout out the podcast one time for me? Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, man, this is low. Man, I'm on uh, wrestling with my thoughts here with my guy Black Mac, and I'm telling you right this: if you ain't up on wrestling with my thoughts right now, and if you went to wrestling, you sleeping right now. So on the Dad Feeling Podcast Network, we have a ton of great shows on there. I'm telling you, wrestling with my thoughts. You wrestling fan? You got your fix, Black Mac. Thank you, brother. That is exactly what I'm I need. Gonna... I'm gonna make this shit a soundbite. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) All right, my guy. That's all I got for today. Um, You guys, for all the listeners out there, thank you guys for tuning in to Wrestling with Our Thoughts here on the DFPN. We will talk to you next time. Until then, stay tuned. God bless. Be safe.